Good evening and welcome to Liberty Tactics. As you can see, it's somebody else opening the show today. It's Kat because Lou, bless her, she hasn't got much of a voice at all. So um, I suggested that she rest it and I will introduce that. So it is half past seven on the 26th of January, 2023. I've got an amazing guest with me, which I'll introduce in a moment. Um, but first, I just want to say we've been doing, I've, some of you have seen it, but I have noticed it's been blocked a lot, actually, because um, it cut me off earlier when I was doing a, I did a video earlier on vaccines, childhood vaccines. Somebody asked me to do it. And at the end, I thought I'll get in the three, the three um, pound challenge that we're doing. And it cut me off there. But anyway, what we've decided, we've put out a challenge, just three pounds. That's it. Three pound challenge this week for PCP Wales, because they just had we had, we had Lucia on yesterday who went through the financial side of it and what, what the government are actually demanding. And they're demanding it immediately as well. Right. This cannot lay on these, these parents heads. It just can't. This is a responsibility for us all. So. You know, I know it's hard times at the moment, you know, but they, they, everybody, I think, can afford £3. I just think everybody can afford that. So it's, we decided payday. it's payday as well. It is payday as well. It is payday. It's just £3, guys. When you go through the fundraiser, though, just to let you know, when you make a donation, you have to, obviously, in, you'll have set donations and then it'll say other. So if you just type in three there, when you scroll down, it'll try and add um, another fee on. Just click no, I'll opt out because obviously that money doesn't come to us unless you want to obviously give towards the platform. That goes to the platform. It does put people off. So three pounds, get it on all your social medias. We've got a flyer, right? Um, the new member of PCP Wales, which is actually my younger cousin, Daniel, is on the board now. And, and he's amazing at what he does. He's absolutely amazing. So he's done a flyer for us as well. Lou. Really, really good. I'll send it send to you. That to me. So I'll send that, put it in some groups. So I just want to say hello to everyone. And... Uh, I'll be back tomorrow because we've got the lovely Joan on. And yep. I, the only thing I want to say before I shut up and go away and leave you and George to it is I want to say a really huge, huge thank you to Lawrence Fox and his amazing uh, assistant. Um, I was in contact with her, as I promised, on the show with Lucia yesterday. I promised to do it. And he posted up about the £3 challenge. And I do believe he's got back in touch and invited Kimberly on his GB News show. Yes, yes, he has. Yeah, so that's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Thank you, Lawrence. Really, really massively appreciated. He did put up about the three pound challenge. Thanks, Lou. And thanks, Lawrence. And to his, like you say, his assistant, who's been absolutely marvellous, to be honest, hasn't she? So, um, yeah, she's good as gold. Every time, you know, she's, she's done wash, you know, she's, gone further than you know anyone else actually and she's she's done brilliantly so massive shout out to those um so yeah guys it's a three pound challenge this week you know obviously we have got other fundraisers coming up we've got one coming up in february that's a skate-a-thon again this time it's for 12 hours not 24 um that'll be on Aberavon beach um or pro you know the promenade bit but we don't know what the date is yet. So that's just, you know, this can be obviously children and everyone can get involved. Or actually, it's not just skating. You can go on a anything with wheels. So a bike, a skateboard, um, you know, a scooter, as well as skates. So, you know, gather the children together, gather uh, sponsor forms from publictrialprotectionwales.org. Um, yeah, and let's get raising some money. And obviously then we have decided, well, we actually decided yesterday on <laughs> didn't we uh, with Lucia that we are going to do another podcast with them we're going to go a little bit longer this time 
the two we did last time were 30 hours, not 36. It's my I don't even know why I kept saying 30. Originally we did, and then we bailed out thinking we wouldn't be able to do it. Oh yeah, that's that's what happened. So, and we just did it, but so we are gonna try for 36 hours this time. And we're gonna do it in Wales. Yeah, we're doing it in Cardiff. So that obviously essential to people, you know, when we can have interview. And we got a bit of time now to plan this one as well, because we're gonna try for the sort of end of April time, beginning of May. So that's going to be happening as well, guys. We'll, we'll be promoting that over the next few months. Anyone got any ideas for fundraising or, you know, a big donor? It's bound to be people out there like, who are completely against this whole thing that have loads of money, you know, and it's just worth us giving, you know, it's worth you giving, giving it to this cause. Really, it so is because it, it affects every single one of us. So I just want to get that out there. Three pound challenge. Look, it's all over Facebook anyway. It's all over our Facebooks and uh, social medias. I'll get that flyer out as soon as I can. Um, so yeah, that bit's out the way now. So I want to introduce my guest. I've met, if any of you watched the podcast with Donnie, he was actually on the last one. Um, his name is George. And I've got George on tonight because he's, he's been doing, you know, some research. He's actually one of the only men um who will speak out on this subject but he's been doing a lot of research into the pornography industry and i know that he's read some of the one of the books i've read which i really strongly suggest everybody has a read you can get it on pdf you can watch it online you don't have to buy it um it's, it's very disturbing so welcome george thanks for coming on no worries at all. hello to you um yeah thanks for having me on i'm always happy to help and speak up especially with these subjects and um, which not a lot of people are doing, but more and more are getting on board and speaking up. And I'm happy to help wherever I can do, especially when it comes to the kids, because that's what it's all about. And we're so, so appreciative of you, actually, because I know, like we spoke about this before, when you did, um, I'm just going to turn my Facebook off, it's sleeping constantly. Sorry about that, guys. No worries. Um when you started speaking about it before we spoke about this on the podcast didn't we and about the you know the sort of well there were hundreds of comments on there on there but in all honesty they they were mostly sort of you know agreeing with what we were saying or, or willing then to, to go and have a look at it and whatever so it wasn't too bad what about now George what sort of response are you getting now well I, I almost quit um, Facebook last month because it was like my censorship was just awful it was absolutely no point so I had a break from it and I just had a holiday so I feel really I went on like a, a, a spiritual retreat and I feel really sort of rebirth and had time out so I, I want to tackle it all head on again so I've gone back on Facebook and um and I'm, I'm very surprised actually and I didn't really see it before that I've actually got a lot of support on everything that I post about, whether it's about spirituality, whether it's about the pornography or the children. Um, people are coming on my posts and they're actually really supporting me. Um, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to carry on doing this because I think I've got something to offer here and, and something to give um, and put my intake on, on things. Um, so I've gone back on it. And the response is is really, really, really good. I've started to share your stuff again. Um, it's better not to tag you in your posts. I find that I put down from Catherine Watkins and then I put your post down and copy and paste it. And it sort of goes around the news feed more. Either that or more people are saying, 
I better take notice of this. So it's a lot better now anyway. Oh, brilliant. That's really good to hear. Yeah, no, I mm. wouldn't even suggest you try and tag me in it because I know it's my my name is just so it was like the other night I did a live with Phil. It was on the big pharmaceuticals. Uh, yeah. mostly and it was like over two hours it was two hours and 14 and within the hour after they'd taken it down and I know why it is it's because I keep talking about the germ theory and they don't like it so <laughs> yeah. I know what it is it's my name so I, I always say look if I've got a post on and I've said this to you and you do it George and I really appreciate it rather than share it just copy yeah. and paste it. it's so much easier you're going to get your mm. own audience on it then as soon as my name is linked to it it's censored to That's a degree. It. so mm. so moving on now to the book, the yeah. book, right? You started reading Judith Reisman, uh, God rest her soul, absolutely an incredible woman. Her work is invaluable. It really, really is. She fought the sex, uh, the sexual liberation movement for decades, in particular, Lindsay yeah. and the pornography industry. So her book is called, is, is it Soft Porn Please, Harbour? I can't remember if I got that's that. The one. That's the one I started reading. I haven't read the whole lot. I haven't read all her books. You've read like loads um but I did I did want to talk more about Judith uh, Riceman because I mean I've been on her website as well and she's got so much information on mm. on her website it's, it's unreal and I really want to say that she was an amazing person like all around she cared very very much about what was happening to these children and it's such a shame that she's not here today she I've been listening to her in interviews as well like uh, that she did and she's not just an intellectual woman she was intelligent and she had so much wisdom and when you listen to what she's saying she's so right I couldn't agree more I couldn't agree more I I adore her I really do and She's got two websites. So there was an older one that they tried to take down, but I, it is mm. back up there now. And she's got a more updated one because obviously somebody else is carrying on, carrying on her work. But you're absolutely right on all scores. She was an incredible woman. She mm. really did care. And I remember seeing her, one of her videos. It might have even been the Kinsey syndrome, but Judith Reisman was in that quite a lot. And yeah. when it's like when she's in her, I think it's her, her home, I'm not quite sure. But in the background, there's just, cabinets and cabinets and she's just pulling them out pulling them out of all her work all of everything that woman Mm. was incredible she and I really really get it she was working right up to the day she died yeah it was and I think it was the vaccine that killed well apparently I read something that it was a statement actually that um somebody who works for a product put out last year because I was thinking at the time oh was it a vaccine but and then you know, nothing was said. And then a few months later, I saw it somewhere that it said that Judith didn't actually want it, but she did. I don't know what happened, but she did have it in the end. And um, and I'm just wondering if that's what it was, you know, because she was extremely healthy, Judith Reisman. You know, she was 85 yeah. on her feet, pacing around the place, doing interviews, doing presentations, doing lectures. I was at a time 85 years old, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't just go like that. I think something's obviously sus about that. Something something yeah, happened. I obviously. believe so. I do believe so. So, yeah. So, what so far? Because obviously it was a while back when I read this book. I know chunks of it, but you it's more fresh in your mind. So, if you just have a, just explain a bit about what you've read so far in the, in the soft porn, please, hardball, please. George. Yeah, well, I mean, like the first thing I would say, like, that there is so much to talk about. And, and I feel we've got to talk about the things that really make us feel uncomfortable, right? Because if we don't, if we're not the ones to talk about it, 
you know, who is, and we are doing it. Obviously, you, Lou, and Public Child Protection Wales, and are, are doing it. But you know, we we don't have to obviously go into great detail on on the actual abuse. But you know, the more we talk about it, I think the more we we'll, we have to kind of. I think you've said this in your videos. We have to kind of desensitize ourselves from the graphic material because it has to be talked about upon the open so so society needs to know because there's still not enough people listening to what we're saying even though it's getting more and more um but it's up to us um us to talk and and i know how disgusting it is it makes me shiver um you know reading some of the some of the things in her book it did actually make me shiver because they're just kids but we have to actually say the words you know and, and people are still not getting how significant this child abuse is right and where it started from so even even i have to have a break from it all because it upsets me that much it puts you in a dark place yeah. and you've got to balance yourself out it's like watching pornography in itself it puts you in a dark place so you you have to be careful um obviously i haven't watched porn for like six years but but researching all this kind of stuff can put you in, in a dark place. Um, so we have to do it for the children. And, and let's face it, that they are bred into this kind of sort of thing. I know that they're bred into satanic ritual abuse, but they they I think that they are bred into this pornography industry as well, wouldn't you say? Oh, a million. Absolutely. Mm. They, they want them to see it as young as possible. It's not. You know, we all know that they can get on the internet. We all know that it's mm. a click of a button. Now, if they really cared about children, they would take that away. What Absolutely. they actually want to do is just normalize mm. it to the kids. You know, even with mm. the sex education, it's not people think that they're talking about porn because they talk, they're teaching the older kids the consequences mm. of. No, they're not. Mm. They're teaching yeah. it in a sex positive way. So oh, children mm. are looking at this. this and, well, you know, because you would have read some of that book. Yeah. what it says to their minds and what it can do then has a knock-on effect to younger children absolutely and the whole thing about the porn is that it was so cleverly done it was so incrementally brought into our lives over the decades right and obviously the first thing was was playboy right so if kinsey was saying which he was saying that that children are sexual from birth then obviously who hefner was was thinking the same thing as well being his pamphleteer yeah. so so playboy was systematically you know they were sexually abusing children since 1954 on the cartoons how little boys were behaving in these sick magazines right so this is desensitizing the audience right and then 10 years later they slowly did the same thing to little girls being molested and through incestuous images you know they were big on that but they did it slowly and judith herself wanted to be sued in america that's the impression that i got because they obviously tried to sue her in holland and she won yeah she wanted to say she was like yeah do it to me in america because i'm guessing that that the exposure would have been good and she really wanted that challenge yeah, that's exactly why she did it. She knew full well. She knew this industry like the back of her hand. And don't yeah. forget, she did. I don't know if it's mentioned in this book. I don't know if the book was written after she did the report for the 
the oh no it would have been in there would have been in the book mm. she did the report didn't she in the 1980s for the department of justice and that yes. report took two years and she mm. broke down every single playboy not just playboy playboy penthouse and a hustler yeah. every single one of them from 1953 to 1985 and she got her team to go and they had you know this was a big big um research this was a big study yeah. this was a big thing and she and what even what she said because i've read that that um the you know the review for or the report sorry for um the department of justice i've read thousands of pages i skipped mm. some of it because a lot of it was a methodology just goes to show how much she was you know how thorough and everything it was it was superb so i did look at bits of that but it wasn't mm. necessary for me to read all of that um and what what they had to do so talking about desensitization what happened through that process, the coders, which were the ones that were looking at the image so that we're going through and they were, they had to find specific images. They had to be, you know, they had to contain a child in them in a sexual mm. thing or the child could be in the title or referred to. But after a while, what was happening and they were desensitized so they couldn't actually pick out which was which were the worst ones, if you see what yeah. I mean. So what yeah. they had to do was change the coders every six months. So yep. that they had fresh eyes, so you know that you were picking the right things. And it was an amazing report. And so she knew, she knew she could absolutely mm. hammer them. And that is why she wanted them to sue her. But they wouldn't, see? But they even wouldn't. in the DIJ as well, I think she, she wanted to really expose it, but she she kept being hushed all the time. And because they don't want her to expose it, she was there would have been so many so much exposure to it but she just weren't allowed she was she was still had her hands tied you know yeah she was restricted once she mm. and they did something about the funding at one point as well yeah. so they you know they obviously realized part way in that she was going to blow the lid completely mm. blow the lid and they were like mm, we can't do that but even with the report she did do is just it's shocking beyond mm. words and obviously she put some of that into the book you're reading and other books mm. she does as well um and she talks about it, doesn't she? How she breaks down how they use like pseudo children, they call mm. it. So that would be an adult woman or is what, you know, but they, they choose the ones which are really small and kind of childlike looking, but they mm. dress them up as children so they could have their hair. They do. They or... did that slowly as well. That, I mean, with the, with, so that the women, they will dress up as school teenagers, right? And then slowly over time, they will get younger and younger and younger. Yeah, yeah, and you, know, you can see it now in in music videos and that you know it, yeah. it's really as and now it's just people looking at it going on they don't even bat an eyelid and but because they're desensitized to it. That's well, that's it. The danger. Mm, mm, that's it, and they did it. I think they did it with the Britney Spears video when her first song come out or, yeah. or, or or things like that. Videos like that. They're getting women who possibly like. I think she might have been 16, 17 at the time, Britney Spears, but they're dressed up as, as young schoolgirls. That's slowly so yeah. imprinting yeah. on, on people, young adults, you know, they're going to program them so slowly to make that think that is absolutely normal. It's, it's, That's it, okay. That's how they do it. They do. And it, I have to admit, they the way that they've done it is very clever, but the controllers of the world know how human consciousness works. They know how the yeah. brain works and they they've used it as a weapon completely on society. And they've put so many ideologies out there of addiction and we've got to be strong and say, you know what, we don't want no, no, not part of any of this, but you know, but even, even there was a great uh, interview that Judith 
did and I was watching it and it, she's just got so much wisdom. The thing with, with, with porn watchers as well, they seem to, they seem to think it reduces rape, right? But we talked about that last time and we, we sort of, you know, knocked that on the head, but it's just pure denial at the end of at the end of at the end of a day but um they just keep then then they keep saying well what about soft porn what about soft porn it was that's the other thing that they porn watchers are saying it was never soft right it was it was awful and it was an advocacy magazine beginning with beginning with playboy and it used child pornography at the end of the day that's what it did it used child pornography and they've done it cleverly through the cartoons at first yeah. they, they they used proper sex scenes I mean proper sex scenes right and it, it started off as comics in playboy then then photographs then in clear detail they knew exactly what they were portraying they knew exactly what they were doing and that's when your Brooke Shields came into it right yeah. at the age yeah. of 13 and comics. She was ten, wasn't she? Brooke Shields. It might have been even ten. I think she, I, she was ten. It might have been ten. I yeah, thought it was thirteen, but it's not a surprise. Ten on the front page of it, wasn't she? With mm. makeup. Was it sugar and spice? The yeah. um, caption. That this was it. Face full of makeup, barely. Mm. You know, she was. She was. She was naked, but she was like cover. You know, she had it, but. This is mental. This uh, how is can mental. that be okay? How can that? And people talk like people don't even talk. People know about it in society, but they never say anything about it. And also with with comics, they attract children. You know, it, they they look at it right, and they're like, oh, well, well you know, people, children were going to find these magazines in in their parents' homes, right? And the thing about these ma- magazines, it would breed pedophiles. Yeah, it absolutely does. It does. It mm. reads in those books. She gives some examples, and they are absolutely horrific about yeah. what children have found on, you know, from uh, the Playboy magazine, and they try to act that out on younger, and they do act that out on younger children, like yeah. caused infanticide, you know, by using yeah. a a coat hanger and a pencil or something. Was it two eight or an eight and a nine year old boy on a yeah? I remember you saying baby? You know, mm. there was and there was a whole. Thing there was a mat. She she gives examples over and over again, and you can mm. check these as well because I did. I went, you know, yeah. she gives the examples of the the girl who got gang raped in the middle of uh, Central Park and whatever it was. Mm. And I went and looked, and it it is documents. It is in this the, the media newsletter. They they are there. Do you know what I mean? It's like this is causing like a psychosis in younger and well even. Mm. Even, I know I keep saying it, but people really have to realise it. I'm not justifying anything. Anything mm. at all that Ted Bundy did, right? I am absolutely, he was disgusting what he did. Yeah. However, he was right in what he said. Normal, he was right in mm. what he said in, in the interview before he died because mm. he was a normal boy until 12. So when you're on about, what about soft um, porn? This is, the, this is mm. why she wrote this book, didn't she? To show that yeah. porn will end up hardcore anyway. Even if it, you know, so he was never soft. Like you say, it was mm. always meant to be hardcore. Well, he only had access to Playboy in 1953 because Hustler and Penthouse weren't out until the 60s, 65 and then 74. Yep. So he was like 13 when, um, you know, he'd already murdered. By the time Hustler came out, he was in his early 20s. Yep. He'd already murdered loads and raped loads. Do you know what I mean? So it was actually just Playboy that he had access to. Yeah, and there, and there was more more people like him, 
you know, so this is oh, this low yeah. like him. Most yeah. serial killers of most serial rapist murderers have got porn. Well, they all have the pornography heavily, heavily influenced. That's what he says. Everyone he met in prison, one there. That's yeah. what he says on his interview. Everyone that came to prison while he was there um, was hot for, for the same things, you know, that he did. They were all addicted to pornography. It's probably the most significant comment that anyone can make. It, it is, isn't it? It is. It's that powerful, that big, you know. I, and I, I'm all for getting rid of the internet to to stop the pornography, you know. But I don't think that would stop the actual abuse on children. Still, I think it would still it would still happen, you know. But but that's what pornography is doing. It's breeding paedophiles, you know. If they, like you say, if they wanted to get rid of it, they they would have done. But they've exactly. got no intention. They've got no intention. And these images, like these. They're, they're so step-by-step images that that take an impression on the subconscious mind and it will take take it on and they're easily imprinted in the minds of adults let alone children yeah you know, three tenths of a second for a child yeah. to receive an image and the more bizarre the image the more they'll remember the Im- the more they remember it and the brain will process it that's how they know but then like you say they're aware of all this because they knew mm. Before, before they flooded the streets with drugs and whatever, they were yeah. aware of the connection between pornography and drugs and sex and drugs. So they, oh, yeah. they, they were the ones who created this too, because, you know, they, oh, yes, even the swinging 60s. Oh, God, how many people got caught up with that? And they thought it was a rebellion. Absolutely. Time, you know, and actually, no, it wasn't. It was playing right into the hands. Love is love. That's what I was all about. And then you had the likes of Nambler and Pie. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, this is where yeah. the step stone has come now to where, where we are today. The ideologies of these disgusting paedophiles has found its way into our education system from age three. Yeah, and, and, and that's what's often not only influenced TV and film, but Judith was talking about, like, it's gone into the arts, it's gone into music, it's gone into novels, and obviously now it's gone into the sex education you know, they, they put in pornography now in sex education as an advocate. Like they're, they're in favour of it. Yeah, you know? exactly. You would have seen some of these, George, but I was saying mm. about this the other day. The, um, you know, like in America where they can go into the school boards and they can actually, you know, face the school board. And they yeah. seen them reading out a book, like library books that are obviously in the, within the schools. And they've, she, they're actually reading ex- pornography out of them they're just you're right it is it's just place i've shared a lot of of those videos on my facebook and and it was about the time that was really getting censored right and it is quite it's it's very clearly um talk using the lgbt because it comes under that banner with these books right and uh, there was one particular book something blue boy i can't remember it's an american book that's in the school libraries and it's promoting uh, pedophilia and not only that incest it's it, and and the parents are losing their absolute minds and good good that they are losing it because that it's really kicking off in america and i'm really happy about that that it's really 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 kicking off but it is it is kicking off over there it, but it, it needs to doesn't it this is the thing mm. it all needs to come to the light so that we can deal with it I know it's uncomfortable. It's, it's shocking. It's absolutely shocking. And the thing is with pornography as well, I'm not, you know, it is, it's an, it can be, and it is in a lot of people, an addiction. And then once that takes over, 
this is the type of thing that it will produce because and especially when children get hold of it their brains are not developed at all they don't even understand mm-hmm. it they haven't got the capacity to understand it so you know they they copy what they see and we are seeing a hypersexual like you know even when I walk, go out and around and I can see the really really young girls I can tell they're young but they you know they dress up really provocatively and I'm like oh no and they don't realize you know they don't know it they don't know they're doing it they don't understand that that's that's the intention so that you know they become fair game and you know talking mm. about the school girl thing they do that a lot in pornography so you're yeah. desensitizing it you've got a lot of you know old men and, and women out there who think that that's fine and then it just goes further down the scale and we are at a stage now well this whole thing I don't know if you've seen it George but the last couple of days right I've just my head's been going about the um the drag artist that was that got that was found dead in Cardiff on Sunday. I don't know if you've seen it. I haven't seen that though. No, I will look. I will oh, go and wow. your wall. it is just all over the place. But basically, mm. it turns out that this guy was a paedophile. He'd been to prison. Well, he'd been to young offenders in 1999, right, for um rape, four accounts of rape under mm. child uh, 16 years of age. He did three years. He was on the sex offender. He I think they found they like he lied because he had he had to obviously tell everyone or when he came out of there that he was on the sex offenders register and whatever and that he you know he'd tell him these convictions and he lied and ended up working in a gym with children and he's a drag artist as well it turns out he's I think from the looks of it he's a sex worker too yeah. um, but you know mm. you've got all and it's disgusting mind this it really have upset me and a lot of us because you wouldn't believe the amount of people who were actually defending him because he was the best drag artist in the in Cardiff or whatever, right? And it's even though, and they're trying to say, you know, make sort of, you know, the past is the past and whatever. This is crazy. Mm. And this is again, if people accept that, right, then we are at the end of times, like because that mm. is that you're just saying that it doesn't matter. Then it doesn't matter that those. What about those? What about his victims? Do you know what yeah. I mean? What about them? Does it not matter because he was a good drag queen? Come on. Well, if it happened to one of one of these parents um, who think nothing of it, if it happened to one of their kids, I'm sure they'll have a different story. See, when it doesn't happen to them, when it doesn't happen, this stuff happens to other people. When it doesn't happen to them, they, they're not going to take it. They, they're not going to feel the impact. But we, you and I do, because it doesn't matter whose kids it is, this stuff shouldn't be happening right and we have to talk about we have to talk about the stuff like i said before that the things that make us uncomfortable we have to talk about it and hopefully you know people can take it on board and say actually this is happening even even the scenes i'll go through a couple of the scenes in 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 the playboy right because we have to talk about it um and it's it's teaching basically children how to deal with adults in a sexual manner you know i hate i hate saying it but i know i have to say it you know and these are the scenes since 1954 i mean how was nothing ever done about it you know this is the this is the thing nothing is ever done about it right and that's that's the other the other thing they use these comic comics as a step-by-step guide and you've got that you've also got that Dwayne tinsley for the hustler magazine yeah created chester the molester right yeah molesting women and girls right for 13 years how how was he allowed to do this for 13 years 
Yeah, exactly. You know? He was arrested for it. He raped his own daughter. He yeah. put her on birth control when she was 12 or 13. Yeah. And then did played out the things that he was actually writing in those magazines. Yeah. So what, what the point there psychologically as well, mm. right? If you're lap because he was like, oh, but he's kind of goofy character. It's a funny character. Mm. Well, that's what the interviewer was saying to him was, yeah, but do you think then you're just saying that, you know, you're sort of, when you're laughing at it, it becomes more acceptable. Yeah. Trying to defend, yeah. this was before they found out what he'd done, this was, this interview. And he yeah. was trying to defend it. But but yeah, that's exactly what he was doing. Do you know what they well, were, the, Go on. Yeah, that's right. Oh, they're also trying to, that's, yeah, they are all teaching as well that no harm comes to the, comes to the children if adults have yeah. sex with them. But that is just not true. They are their lives are messed up for decades, and that's it's the thing ever. that they keep saying forever. Yeah, and they have to do deep emotional healing work to to try and get over it. And that's that's the other thing that really gets my go is they keep saying no harm comes to these children, but that's just that's just not true. It's just not true. It's absolute no. bullshit. We know yeah. that it does. It's just a, a, a ridiculous excuse to say that no harm comes to these Absolutely. Children. And also that and also Hefner 1954 personally illustrated and embedded um incest uh in innuendos, you know, teaching brothers to perv over their sisters. Right. Yeah. And this is this is what this is what's going to happen. People are reading it. And it's going to go into their subconscious and then they're going to act it out. Yeah. You know, you've got also another scene, um, a, a, a boy, uh, a, a toddler, soliciting sex with a prostitute. And that toddler hands over a coin. But it's all subconscious. It's, it's what's the word, titillating them. Yeah. Right. So the reader will be curious. This is how they trap them. This is exactly how they how they trap them and and Hefner played with this like really played but really exploiting children and incest and he used a lot of these visual incest language which gets implanted on the brain on the subconscious I tell and, you what George sorry mm, to interrupt no you don't while it's on my head and while we're talking about Hefner mm. the last podcast is on I hadn't seen it yet right but it came up on um I've watched it now every episode secrets of uh secrets of playboy Oh yeah, yeah. Have you seen any of that? I've not seen it, but it will it will be on my list. Um, oh, it's just that I've been working loads, and as soon as I get a bit yeah, of time, no, I understand. I totally yeah. understand. But I just thought it might might interest you. It starts off like sort of on the first episode, making him out to be this. Oh, you know, he was an amazing guy, and then as it gets mm. darker and darker, I know there's things left out of that. I personally know there's things left out of that. They will mm. be. However, it does go into you know it does tell you and you've also got the old you know some of his ex-girlfriends and ex well you have Son- Sonia oh what was her name his wife in the 1970s mm. and she was she's on every episode basically and she does tell so basically she said when it got worse and worse you know she had to do all these orgies and you know she mm. didn't want to and whatever right but he would every single night or five out of seven nights a week and they'd have all these different people and whatever um, and she said the one day she walked in on him and he was basically having sex with their dog. Oh, God. And he says this and she's screaming at him like, what are you doing? And he's like, it's not hurting the dog. This is how deviant and everything has. Oh, absolutely. And he's painted as some kind of stud, like his lifestyle and, you know, yeah. with his long bloody dressing gown, silk dressing gown and slippers with his cigar and, mm. he's, you know, this sophisticated. And he was an absolute deviant. And he also said, he also said, 
at the time it was Shea's daughter, Chastity. She's actually a transgender now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Ten years old, and he said he wanted to have sex with her. This is how fucked up. Sorry, oh yeah, language, but it is absolutely. But Hefner, like Epstein, he had cameras everywhere, right? Yeah. There's a lot of. This is why he got away with what he got away with a lot of the time because he could blackmail everyone. So everyone was scared of him. It wasn't until he died that actually people started to speak out about what he was really like. Do you know what I mean? And it wasn't what he presented to the Oh, yeah. But society thinks he's some sort of sex god, you know. And, you know, he was just this rich and he had this extravagant, this brilliant lifestyle. But... But what those people don't know is what actually went on in, in, in the porn industry, what actually goes off goes on. They, they start they start the women off very, very young. They expose them to drugs, hard drugs, alcohol, and they go through a lot of different types of abuse. I mean, it's completely messed up. And I think I think though at the time that these women thought if they did that kind of stuff, it would be sort of a one up in the industry and sort of They'll, they'll they'll get to make their mark um yeah. sort of thing and and men as well um you know um people need to know that men are abused in that industry as well yeah because yeah. i i've i have heard some stuff and the, and apparently the life expectancy in in the industry is, is something like 37 years um tells you everything you need to yeah know, you know, and it, go on it's it's just a horrible horrible life that they that they have because even when they try to leave even like when the women try to leave it's not over because they get threatened all the time um because you know that if they try to restart their lives you can imagine how ostracized they, they would be from their family and their friends and they really need to heal themselves and but but they still get threatened they do. Do you know what you'll notice that when you watch the when if you do go around to watching the play? But there's yeah. another thing as well. It's called Fight the New Drug. It's a website. I don't know if you've been on there, George. No, no, I'm making note of that. Fight the New Drug. It's brilliant. It's a brilliant website. It's loads of just loads of information. Anyway, I went on there the other day, and there was um there was a, a girl that had been trafficked in the porn industry, and there's an interview on. It's about two hours. It's in two parts, and she goes through what happens to her. And she said, it's, so she went out from, this is what they do a lot of the time. They think they're going out for a modeling contract. This is what they thought mm. they were happening in Playboy as well. So she goes out and they basically, they, I can't remember the, the details of what goes on, but they do end up, you know, um, basically raping her and stuff. And she goes, she goes home, but they've got like a contract. They managed to get her to sign this. This is, it's like, it's really freaky how this all works and people don't mm. understand. And when it's obviously out in the internet now, Right. And it doesn't matter what she does. She cannot get this, this video down. So she's like, everybody's watching it all the time. And she mm. said, hate that. She said they don't realize that at that time she said that I was drugged and whatever. And I, I do you know what I mean? They don't realize that. They're just watching it, thinking that I've and 90 percent of them are traffic mind as well. Of most of the time you're watching mm. it and 90 percent of it is, is violent. And when you look at the genre, when the addiction kicks in, and that's the thing, because it works like a chemical addiction, you build tolerance as you do with any other chemical drug. So what tolerance means then is you need something new mm-hmm. or something more novel. Um, and they, oh, I can't remember the name of the, the experiment they did, but they did it with rats. I can't remember the name of it. I'll find out. And I think you did it. Uh, yeah, no, you, you mentioned it on your videos uh, before about the rats and they, brought new females rats in and then the male rat that's one right yeah. yeah so what they would do is put a male rat in with mm. like like many um 
sort of in heat females and he will mate with them all many times until he's absolutely exhausted even when the the female is nudging for mm. more he won't but if they put a new not a new one in there a new female he'll get up and do, so this is the novel thing he's aroused with a new one and this is why we got so many messed up genres of pornography i'm sorry oh, absolutely why, yeah. you know it leads to this shit we haven't gone mm. for, you know and, and it just tells me how many clicks that people have had on stuff that tells me they are getting watched this is the thing and there's a mm. demand for it so we got how many people out there are watching this shit and being turned on by it because it's a, it's a chemical reaction. It's the same. It's the same one as a drug. You often hear a heroin addict will say it's like it's like an orgasm. Yeah, yeah, you know of course. What I mean? Because mm. it runs across the same neural pathway. Yes, you know, and that is the danger. It's massively dangerous. So if we're putting that, if that's happening to adults. What the hell is happening if children? Yeah, children. Are Right, well, this is real dangerous. Mm. Loads of peer on peer abuse now, George, as well. It's gone through the roof. And pornography will oh, take yeah. a part in that. This is the mess that it's, that, it's, that it's done. And 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 you, I still get the, the, the porn watcher, the porn consumer is still trying to make a wrong into a right because of the, the way that they, they see pornography. So this one interview I was watching with Judith, right, the, the interviewer asked her, right, um, basically, so, okay, so that's the porn industry. If you take all the abuse out of it is there still anything actually wrong with watching porn right so they still think it's okay you know they to watch it's porn. okay as long as it's not violent is that yeah well yeah exactly and there was a few times that look on her face that she was uh, some of the questions that she was being asked because it was obviously to me that that interview was still watches porn it was funny because they they were talking about um um, it was an interview in Montreal that Judith Reisman did, right? And apparently uh, Montreal is like, is where Pornhub is. It's like the centre of, uh, Pornhub is like the centre of the distribution of, of all pornography. And then I think it got moved, moved somewhere else. But you can so tell that he watches porn because he's trying to, she's telling him about all the abuse, but he's basically saying well, without it, it's still all right to watch porn, isn't it? If the, if the abuse wasn't, yeah, wasn't there. He's obviously one of those ones that are in denial and there's many, many, many. Totally. And, and, her, and her answer was flat out. Yes, it's still wrong. Right. But, but the, the point I'm trying to make is that it is that, People still try to make a wrong into a right. Porn consumers don't want to look at what it what it really is. It's escape escapism, right? It's it's harsh, but nevertheless, it, it is a truth. They're not facing the reality of what really goes on in the porn industry and what we're talking about here. It is the truth, and ignoring it is not going to make it go away. And that's what watching pornography is all about, really. Right, as as an ex watcher, uh, it's it's a fantasy as well. Even though what's going on in the industry is real, but I'm talking about the consumer. They don't want to face the reality. They don't want to face themselves, and they are in complete complete denial. They got themselves hooked on the chemicals that are being released in the brain and the body, and they they they're not going to see it at that time unless they take a long good hard look at themselves and say look i don't want to do this no more yeah and that's you know? it there are, there are things you know it's i know that it can be an addiction and that you know mm. people want to give up there was three things i think that ex-porn addicts would say to them is 
you have to do it you kind of have to do it if you ever want a normal sex life because it causes impotence uh, uh what's his name is impotent uh hugh hefner yeah yeah um, and kinsey because he's sadomasochist and that's what happens yeah it causes impotence and that's happening younger and younger um one of the the other one was um it's a hundred percent fixable so that's important to know because i don't want people to think oh my god it, you know it's, it's a dead end it's absolutely not mm. and the other one was it'll be one of the hardest things you do so that one is probably something that might put people off as well you know like you say they don't want to see the reality of it you know well they don't the mm. reality of it, you know it's game over and that's but that's what judith eastman knew to her heart she knew and she said something once and it, it just struck me and i was like wow she said look the women can raise the alarm and they can tell everyone about the atrocities they can show them but it's, it's going to be the men to really kick out the porn industry and by doing that they have to not subscribe so her whole point was exposing it for what it mm. is to try and get men in particular. Not, I'm not saying women don't watch it because they do. I used to watch of it. Of course, well. yeah. You know what I mean, I know as well. So, um, but it is predominantly men. And it's, it's you know, when they, they, and it causes, it's just not even just about that. It's all the relationship breakdowns it causes because it gives these, especially these young boys, this idea of what women should be like, right? And we mm. say most of it is, is violent. So, this is the idea that they th- so when they end up in relationships and this can work both ways as well absolutely it can work both mm. ways so once once you're in a relationship and that you know that sex sort of really because it does do you know what i mean it's not everybody is out unless you're taking drugs constantly and stuff you're not having sex constantly you're just not right and but people think that that's what they should be doing so when that you know, because you build a relationship and sex shouldn't be at the top. It should be actually be at the bottom, really. Mm, I agree. Relationship without mm. trust and caring. And you haven't got none of that. And if you haven't got anything in common, either that goes out the window. I know that from personal experience in the past. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So the fact that... Um, oh, I forgot what I was saying. Sorry, George. What was I saying there now? I think, I think it's it. to do... It's like, it's not going to fix a relationship. If you've got like... Because it's not... No, it's going to destroy it. Sorry, yeah, that's what I was on about. And mm. it does. So then either partner or even both of them think they, they deserve, why aren't they having all the sex they should be having, like all the other mm. people are having? So they then cheat and the relationship breaks mm. down. And then, you know, there's a couple of children in the mix and, you know, the, it, it destroys people. It really does. It, it doesn't it doesn't help any relationship. I don't care what people say. It really, no. In the end, it's going to break you one way or the other. Absolutely. I mean, even if, it, even, well, even if people are watching two consenting adults on the TV, um, doing what they're doing, it, the first thing that we've we've got they've got to understand it. It's not love. It's not sacred, right? You can't find love watching pornography, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not going to fix a relationship. And and Judith quite rightly says you're supposed to find love with each other by connecting with each other in reality and connecting. What I added this bit, but well, she said God's self, but I'd say connecting to the creator within. That is the purest of love. You're not going to get it from porn, no matter how many times the consumer is saying there's nothing wrong with it. Everything is wrong about it. Absolutely everything. There's nothing right about pornography. You don't need anyone else's. Otherwise, it's voyeurism. That's the word. Two two yeah, things yeah. are happening. Two things are happening in adult pornography, right? There's two sets of parties, right? So even if it's called like so-called harmless, right? Two people are making love inverted commas and 
the, uh, the the ones on the screen and the audience, right? So both of them have psychological problems, not just the consumer. There has to be something seriously wrong psychologically if you want to be filmed anyway with your partner having sex and wanting an audience. Yeah, yeah. Again, they've made it, mm. they've made it popular, haven't they? And the other thing as well, what was I going to say about that? Yeah, you, the thing is, it damages your sex life too because mm. especially if the man watches um, porn, he won't mm. be able to get an erection without it. They'll get to a stage where they won't be able to get an erection without it, so they will not be able to get an erection with their partner. Mm. But imagine then how that feels. Do you know what I mean? And you, yeah. they need to what they have to watch it to even obtain an erection. So it's damaging. It is really damaging. It's, it's um, and again, it's for children. Even, well, child pornography wouldn't be here if pornography wasn't. And it was Alfred Kinsey. Because, you know, I've had people in the past, try, again, they're deniers, it's clear deniers, rather than just, mm. they just show me a picture, like, on a wall from Egypt of what they would say is, and I'm like, are you serious? Like, well, they've done it for thousands and thousands of years. I'm like, mm. are you actually trying to defend it by <laughs> showing me a picture from millions of years ago and saying they did it then? No, it was, it was actually Alfred Kinsey that made pornography mainstream. Well, Absolutely, was, well, yeah. Well, he used to do it himself, you know. Yeah. He'd have it in it, you know. He'd have all sorts up there with him, you know, with animals and stuff as well. Do you know what I mean? He was really foul, but he obviously because Kinsey, uh, uh, Hugh Hefner, just looked up to Kinsey like a god. Oh, absolutely. You know I mean? yeah, People yeah. don't know that as well. They mm. might know about Kinsey and not mm. understand about Hefner. By the way, Hefner, Kinsey was Hefner's god, and yeah. he put his hand for this year. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he was. Mm. He was the first one. He was the first one to make it, you know, go out in publication and stuff. And you obviously add your laws and things against it. And it's still mm. it's illegal to distribute any explicit material like that to under 18s. But the reason they do it now is be like Judith Reisman said, it's everywhere. It's in the arts, it's in education, mm. science, science, everywhere else, because they've got exemptions, I say in air quotes, right? Just so, they, so basically what they're saying is they know it's dangerous for minors. Mm. That's why the law is there. But you've got an exemption for art, scientific and educational purposes. I'm like, how does that even make any sense whatsoever? It's just bullshit. Oh, totally. They're just skipping a loophole there so they can get away with breaking the law and showing minors sexual explicit content. Absolutely. And encouraging them to engage in it. You know, it's just, it's absolutely, what I'm reading, I've just finished reading. I've got to do a blog on it, but I just think flat out I have. Um, it's like a resource it is for a school great relationships and sex education and this is for like 11 upwards 11 to 16 and it's got all the week like all the activities and stuff all the lesson plans and stuff like that and they want to do it and some of this stuff George is so horrific I think I've seen it in your video one of your last few videos watch most of my videos Mm. but it's like this is what they teach Mm. these are the lessons they're having and I'm like this book is mega thick right they were I'm like well, when are they going to have time to do anything else? Do you know what uh-huh. I mean? It's not just some people think it's a standalone lesson. I'm like, no, 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 it's all the way through it. Oh, yeah. But it seems like what I'm reading and where I'm looking at these reads is so much more this than anything else. So this well, is that, taken over completely in the hmm. education system. Well, they're hammering it home now to the kids now. They're absolutely hammering this in. They're not even hiding it. And it's still, it's still, it, it gets me how society is still in denial of, about this. I don't know where their heads at. I mean, the whole thing with porn as well. It's can you imagine the percentage of couples that actually watch porn in society and think that it's okay, and they have no clue of 
what we've been talking about. Even if you take, even if you take the abuse out of pornography, right? There are no long. Where are the long-term studies to say for for like relationships that these couples still like together? Are they still together? Those are the ones that who watch porn. Right. Yeah, yeah, has any of them actually yeah, yeah has, has has anyone how do we know if any one of them have not become an offender man or woman you know we need we need long-term studies has anyone got them uh, you know to, to say that it does benefit you know has the so-called experts got these studies to show to prove they just keep saying oh it helps it helps but how are their relationships over time not just at the time because I but guarantee you. Yeah, I know exactly mm. what you mean, George. They don't mm. want to touch those types of ones. They just keep using the Vakachinsky study like, that keeps coming. Mm. You know, that's the one that defends it. Oh, no, it stops, it, it decreases. Rates. Yeah. Uh, but actually, yeah. how they recorded it was all messed up because Judith Reesman said that. And I absolutely trust her judgment. I did read some. Oh, of yeah. It. Yeah, me too. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Because she looked, she is one of, well, she was just amazing. I'm, I'm devastated she's not here because I was, you know, I'd love to have spoken to her. Or yeah, absolutely. Well, well, well you know, she would have been on board with what what we're doing here, you know. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I feel I feel guilty that I'm not I'm not doing enough, uh, you know. But um, she was she was in a better position of of to do something about it than than most of because most of us because you need money to take these people to court. This is what we're doing, but you know that that might run out, and and we have to try to find another way to fight this, you know, but. But, you know, this is not what love is about. You know, I, I, I guarantee you that these people who feel that they need, like, pornography in their relationship, there's, there's something wrong with that relationship. And, that, yeah. and they're not addressing that. It just hides all the problems that it causes in later on in life. It just hides in the background. Um, and, that, and these problems will get bigger and bigger until... You know, look at where we are today. People have ignored the problems, you know, with with everything that's that's going on. And the other thing with pornography as well, it does lead to swinging. You know, when is it enough? It it never is. There's, there's always going to be people that want more and more. And these kinds of relationships, they want more and more, and they always want to push the barriers. Right? I mean, I've I've personally known couples in the past like years and years ago that were into swinging and I can tell you for a fact that that the whole family in general is messed up because if your parents are, are swingers you know that's devastating for their children yeah yeah you know? that's what they encourage that as well that's our kids yeah money you know because and that's why I know I keep mentioning it, but a brave new world has just freaked me out because that's what mm. they, you know, that's exactly how they've planned it. I was not, they haven't prophesied it. They've planned it, you planned know, it that way. and they've just basically, they've worked out that it planned, you know what I mean? That's what we've been going through now. And, you know, people need to understand that this is, this is part of such a big, huge, the huge, the biggest agenda, the most important thing is do you know what it's child abuse that is yeah. the, that is the real pandemic of yes. the world child abuse Hi, hello. Hey guys. how's it going yes really well i was just gonna um just gonna uh, sort of tie it up then and ask and ask george just you know what what do you think um 
people should do? Or if you've got any advice for people at all, what, what would it be on the pornography issue in particular? Well, I'm because I might have touched upon this last time, right? But I'm trying to create some sort of package, right, for people to come to me. I'm going to do like a life coaching course because just to get some qualifications and structure because I want people to come to me, not just for pornography, but for anything. And I will try because I've got I've created this really i'm a deep person like i'm really spiritual spiritual um but i think spiritualities is is what's going to heal any kind of damage that porn has done for example or anything you know alcohol you know i've been addicted to to so many things in the past but you know i've created a package because i want to start somewhere somewhere we have to sort of create a new system because obviously the government i'm not going to create a new system that empowers people so i'm starting from from scratch uh, and it's, it's 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 a bit like it's a bit like therapy but i've got loads of tools in it to help people to empower themselves you know to do lots of spiritual practices i'm going to be offering the space for people to get their trapped emotions out because that's what porn will do as well they're going to be they there's going to be so many underlying uh, issues there of why people went to porn in the first place they're lonely they're broken inside the spirit is is you know all over the place and they need balance in the brain and I, I want to offer that kind of service and package to help people to empower them with spiritual tools whether that be meditation different types of meditation whether that be mixed in permaculture skills and learning to grow food because when you're doing all that stuff and you're really on the path of self-discovery you're not going to want those addictions you're not going to want pornography you're not going to want alcohol and and all of this all of this stuff so it's to empower people so yeah, that's what that's i'm really good i think that's a really mm. good idea from a rehabilitation uh, you know yeah. because there's a lot of people who probably want to come off it don't know what to do do you know what i mean and there's not, there's not going to be anything to help them with anyway so well first of all they don't know who are they going to go with they don't know who to go to yeah. and i'm trying that to offer a very secret addiction as well yeah. you know they don't want people to know and, mm. and you know i can understand that as well but yeah if, if, if there's a space that somebody can you know they really want help and whatever and, and the more people talk about it and the more people sort of come mm. around and say their stories and experiences of you know, coming off pornography and stuff. This is what's going to change the world, I think. You know, it really is. It's, it's going to help. It's going to help a lot. But, it, you know, we have got a long road in front of us. So I just want to just want to see if Lou wants to say anything now before we yeah, sure. finish. Lou, are you there, love? I, I am. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, everyone. I don't know what's going on with my voice. It's just, it's just it just walked out the room and it's gone. Um so can we just, for the benefit of the listeners, can we just go over some of the books, um, the main books you've been referencing? Because, you know, in case people want to uh, go and look at the, the information for themselves. Yeah, sure. I think the one George has got is Judith Reesman. These are P- I know these are PDF because I read them. So obviously, if you want to buy them, or by all means, but I was just impatient, to be honest, and I wanted to read them. So one of them, the one we've been talking about specifically was uh soft porn plays hardball by dr judith reesman you can get that actually on her on her website i think it's the reesmaninstitute.com um the other ones i've read if anyone does but not that we've spoke about them tonight but she the other ones i've read i've read kinsey crimes and consequences that's another one on her website and the other one 
uh, I can't remember the other one, but that was to do with Kinsey and pornography as well. So uh, if anyone wants to read those, I know they're available on PDF on her website. Um, there are other ones. There was one I wanted, actually. Oh, Lou, um, I was going to ask you that, actually. Brian had it. It was, um, I tried to get it and it was like £75. And I was like, I can't afford that. It was, oh. Sexual sabotage. That's it. it, that's it. I was going to ask, you know, if I could... Yeah, I'll, I'll have a, I'll, I'll email I'll him. give it straight back to him. I just want to read it. I just can't afford £75. I tried my best to find it online and I couldn't. So, um, yeah, I'd like to watch that sexual sabotage because that's going to link into the sexual liberation movement as well and the damage that it's caused. So, yeah. Um, anything else? What was the, with the interview you did, George? With, with that, uh, was, uh, that was on her website. There's so much information there is, um, actually, guys. on, on her information. Website, just go to her website. I'll link her website I'll link her website to the post I'd really like yeah. George to come back on again and I'm going to ask you right now George we're going to do the second podcast third podcast on um and we're going to do it over a weekend it's going to be in Cardiff uh and we're hoping people the plan is that people come in um mm. if you fancy a little jolly a weekend away we would love it if you would join us um on the podcast in the studio if you uh, can make it yeah I'll do it. Just give me the date so I can book it off uh, in advance because sometimes I have to work on a Saturday. But I was thinking about do, going there for a weekend anyway um, for like one of your rallies. I was trying to organise with a couple of friends, but it, it didn't oh, quite oh. work out. But yeah. let me know and um, just find me the closest B&B &B and um, I'll, I'll, I'll go there. And I'm more than happy to help um with with absolutely anything you know because uh, I, at the end of the day I mean look I still get really nervous doing all this but I also want to encourage other people if I can do this other people can speak up and put their two cents in and and add advice in and and bring it all together my main job as well is to encourage other people doesn't matter how you get nervous doesn't matter what you sound like or look like it's the information it's the standing up for for the children and, stay silent is to be complicit to exactly. stay silent is to exactly. be complicit and this is all i've been banging on about you know we've got this uncomfortable as you've mentioned tonight george Mm. These are sub subjects are uncomfortable, but if we don't talk about nothing is going to be mm. done, it has to be talked about. Yeah, yeah. I want us to all to be known as the ones that have been speaking up about this, so we're not going to be forgotten about. It. And then hopefully, more people will speak up to it. It's not easy talking, saying these words and and no. of pornography. I want more people to to jump on board. And if there are any out there, by the way, listening, who you know would like talk about it if um you know not necessarily if you're if you you know I, what I mean is if there's anyone who knows anything about it or they've had an experience that they want to tell or if mm. anything at all I know that it's difficult so I'm not expecting if they want to get in touch with George maybe yeah yeah but you know they, George, get, they can email you at liberty at Catherine at liberty tactics.co.uk and you can get them in touch with George yeah yeah or, or where can people i know you're on facebook george um, yeah yeah they can message me or they've got my email george.sandu1980 at yahoo.com and um, i do also want to say you know when i was doing those porn posts it wasn't i'm not trying to hammer the porn watchers i i do at the same time want to be approachable i just have to give the truth as well yeah. you know it is it is hard truth it's it's the hardest program out there that people are hooked on in some ways it, 
it could be worse than alcohol or, or up and part of alcohol but i'm genuinely trying to 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 help the porn watchers to step forward and ask for help the only reason why i've been harsh about it is because the conditioning is hard and i want to be approachable for these people oh bless you george thank you so much for coming on if anyone no wants worries to george you can find him on facebook also his email as he just said or contact myself, Catherine at libertytactics.co.uk, or even or Lou as well. Um, you wouldn't mind, would you, Lou? And you can obviously pass no, it on. No, of course not. Or you can fill in the contact form. Yeah, it's great. And if anyone wants, obviously, any information on the sex education, obviously, this is all interlinked. So go to publicchildprotectionwales.org. Um, if anyone wants to, you know, like get in touch if you want to give your stories, you know, more than where, even if you, even if you wouldn't, you, you'd rather not come on a podcast and we can, you know, write it up for you, you know, your, your story. Anonymously, totally anonymously. That's fine as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's been, it's been really good tonight, not in a thingy way, but look, you know, we, like George just said, we, it is difficult. It is a difficult situation. It is a difficult subject, but we have got to talk about it. So if anyone wants any help, then please do get in touch. Fantastic. Uh, I just want to remind everyone once again about the three pound challenge this week. I'm a bit disappointed in the education our way. I don't think I think it's being censored, Lou, because we uh, had uh, because there's nine thousand. I didn't get a, a notification. Neither did Lucia. There's so nine thousand people in that group. If everyone had put three pound in, but we're getting there. I'll just give you a little as of. 8.35 p.m. in the UK, the figure for Public Child Protection Wales, overall figure is 67,535. Oh, wow, that's going up and up and up. Few, I mean, a lot of that's mm. kind of got to come out mine, 60 odd of it. And we had, how much was it on last night before we launched? Well, we've 60. probably done about 500 quid mine since last night, which is not bad considering we asked for three pounds. Although I know I have had a look and people have actually... I think it's a bit more than that. So, you know, but I yeah, think it's a bit more than that. I think it's nearly 700, actually. Yeah, it could be. It was on 669 something it was yesterday. Right, well, it's 67,535. Yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, 600. Let's say 600 for argument's sake. Yeah. So three pounds, everybody. It does make a difference. It is not fair for four parents who are working who no doubt have mortgages and a family to feed for this bill to come down on there it's going ahead they're not going to stop they're going to the you know do it go to the high court is it going to go to that is that where the yeah, appeal is going to be supreme we're going to the court of appeal it is so it's not fair for these them to burden this so they need your help please please Give what you can. If you can't afford three pounds, just do two pounds. But it's a three pound challenge, and it is payday week for most people as well. Yeah, so it really was helpful. And send it around as much as you can. Send it around, you know, on all your social medias and inbox it to people or whatever. Lovely. If we could even, it'd be nice if we could raise three grand on for the three pound challenge. It would, even if yeah. ten thousand people didn't see it, you know, in the, in the group. Yeah, it would be great. I think they are censoring it though on purpose because they know yeah, now the only way they can hit us now is the money. It's the only thing that they I didn't get. I posted something earlier and I didn't get one engagement, not yeah, one single exactly. engagement. I know S, I know S. I was like, this is not, you know, it's it's quite obvious what they're doing, they're censoring this thingy. So anyway, it was absolutely That's it. 
Brilliant. Thank you, George. Thank you again. She is new as well. Love for, for you know listening in and stuff. I know you've got a really is there any particular stuff. song we should play out with? Anything, George? Um, oh, song. Oh, I need to think about that one. <laughs> um, Just come out with I don't know why this has come to me. Where is hmm. the love? Black eyed peas. Oh, go um, for it. That was that will do for it. Love that track. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I love think that Love to you both. See, speak mm. to you soon. God bless. Yes, thank you. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you for your time. And I'll shall speak to you again soon. Cheers, George. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye.